0: Have you heard about the new plan that Democrats have to eliminate police departments? I love it. What a stroke of genius. Does it get any better than this? Now that I think about it, why do we even need the police? What do they do for us anyway? They spend most of their time in their cruisers, drinking coffee and eating donuts. That's what they do. And when they aren't doing that, they're out beating up people or killing them and maybe once in a while writing a few traffic tickets. What took people so long to think of this? It's so simple, so obvious. Criminals aren't the problem in America. It's the police. The leaders of Black Lives Matter and members of Antifa were among the first to suggest it. That's a step in the right direction for Black Lives Matter because they've been calling for all police officers to be killed. Demanding that they all be fired instead seems to be a much better solution to the problem. The people of Antifa are pretty much in agreement, but I'm guessing that a lot of their people are still for killing all the police. Now, a lot of people are wondering, how did this happen? How did we get to the idea to get rid of all the police? Sure, it'll save some money for some communities, but it could have some pretty bad side effects, too, like criminals running wild and robbing and killing people. But the people at Black Lives Matter and Antifa have a solution to that problem. They'll set up militias, and they'll get themselves guns, and they'll protect the people. Personally, I like the idea of having people who want to kill police officers in charge of my safety. That works for me. You know, this all sounds a little like that civilian force that Barack Obama suggested just before he was elected president the first time. They were going to protect us too, remember? Now, the left also wants to put an army of social workers on call to help solve problems in the cities. I'm guessing that if these social workers are not armed to the teeth, they'll simply wind up being targets like in a shooting gallery. Maybe these social workers should dress up in yellow costumes like ducks, sitting ducks. Of course, there could be other drawbacks to these civilian militias too, like what if they don't like me? And it's likely, very likely, that they won't. Will they still be nice to me? You know, the old protect and serve motto. Or will they beat me up and maybe kill me? I'm guessing that the protect and serve thing will go away pretty fast, uh, unless I become a true believer, and I won't. So they'll try to kill me. Now that might be harder than they think, but you never know. This has been a long time in the making, but nobody has paid much attention to it. That's the way it is with Americans. We wait until something threatens us before we take action. This is all part of a grand plan cooked up by the left to make America a more just place. George Soros has been giving a lot of money to district attorney candidates around the country running for office. He doesn't have many demands of these candidates, but the ones he does have are very important. The first is that they must decriminalize a lot of behavior that in the past, before we became enlightened, might result in people being put in jail. Things like stealing used to be considered bad, but now we know that people steal because society is unjust. It isn't the criminal's fault, it's our fault, so they should be allowed to steal. So they do in cities where these lunatics have been elected, and there are more of them out there than you might think. Now, the same thing goes for selling drugs. People who sell drugs need the money. Would you rather hurt their dignity by forcing them to take welfare? So let them sell drugs. And let them assault people and hold them up, too. And when someone is arrested, one of the things that Soros likes is that cash bail should be eliminated. And it has been in many cities. Because asking people to pay bail is racist. By eliminating bail requirements, it gets criminals back on the street a lot faster, because we don't want to interrupt their livelihoods, do we? Robbing and such, because that would be so unfair. So look around the place where you live and try to figure out if your local district attorney is a regular DA who puts criminals in jail for as long as possible so they can't commit more crimes, or if he or she is a new modern DA who believes in social justice, someone who doesn't think anyone should be put in jail. In fact, because you haven't been paying attention, you probably don't know that a key part of this new movement sweeping America is no more prisons. They are to be eliminated and replaced with, uh, I'm not really sure, but maybe Airbnb. If you have one of these new DAs, by the way, I suggest that you vote for someone else. A lot of people on the left are calling for the elimination of the police. But for me, the movement really didn't catch fire until Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got on board with the idea. That did it for me. Now the movement has gravitas. It's really serious. I mean, when one of the great minds of our time puts her reputation behind something like this, it takes things to a whole new level. And the fact that the other members of the squad... Ilhan Omar, Ariana Presley, and Rashida Tlaib are all in for eliminating the police. It's just icing on the cake. How could anyone who really cares about America not get behind this idea? And none other than Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer also says that she understands why people think this is such a good idea. She stopped short of endorsing it, but she's getting there. Gretchen will put you in jail and throw away the key... If you don't wear your face mask, but she understands completely why putting people in jail for real crimes could be a terrible idea. And the entire Minneapolis City Council also thinks the police department should be dismantled, including Jeremiah Ellison, the son of the Attorney General of Minnesota, Keith Ellison. He thinks the police department should be replaced with a transformative new model for public safety. Does that sound great or what? There's nothing that excites me more than a transformative new model of almost anything, especially a car. But a transformative new model for public safety is a close second to that. Usually, I'd ask for a little more information about this transformative model. But in this case, it's such a great phrase, I'll ask for no explanation whatsoever. In that respect, I'm in complete agreement with the mainstream media. They aren't asking for any explanation either. There have been calls to eliminate other police departments, too, and build new models. The city council in Memphis, Tennessee, is looking at a new model, too. No specifics there, either, but I'm sure it's another transformative model. City leaders in New York City are also excited about a new model. But unfortunately, their mayor is Bill de Blasio do I need to say anything else? De Blasio. In the future, anytime you want to call someone totally incompetent, you'll simply have to say that they're a de Blasio. The only thing you can be sure of in New York City is that if de Blasio has anything to do with developing that new transformative model, no one will understand it or like it. In Los Angeles, Mayor Eric Garcetti agrees that police funding should be cut. He says he wants to cut their budget by $150 million. But there's that old rule in life. Give in to the bully and they'll take everything you have. The bullies in Los Angeles don't like the $150 million in cuts. They want more, a lot more. Garcetti, he's as weak as anybody in politics and he'll keep giving in until he has nothing left to give, until even what little self-respect he has is gone too. And that still won't be enough for the activists in Los Angeles. They know a patsy when they see one. And former Hillary Clinton campaign press secretary, Brian Fallon, he jumped on the bandwagon too, calling for the police to be defunded. But to their credit, members of the Congressional Black Caucus disagree with Mr. Fallon. It isn't hard to understand why. It's because their constituents don't think it's a very good idea. They want police protection. They want more police protection. They believe strongly that black lives matter, theirs, and they want the police to protect them, not some community militia and an army of social workers. And after you've defunded the police force in some city, I want you to walk into one of the neighborhoods holding a sign saying that you were responsible for having no police there, only social workers. And you know how much street gangs love social workers. Make sure your sign is attached to a very sturdy stick, one that will hold up. I'm sure the people living there will welcome you with open arms. They'll want to thank you personally for being so enlightened that you put their lives at risk every time they walk out of their home or apartment. Yeah, they'll want to thank you. At first, it might not seem like they're thankful because they might want to take your sign and beat you with it for a while, but it's just their way of showing their thanks. And after they beat you senseless, I'm sure they'll say thanks for your good intentions. In spite of the outrageous stupidity of this idea, it seems to gain more and more traction from people on the left, Some guy named Tony Williams, he's with a group called MPD-150, they want to abolish the police altogether. He says he's thrilled at what's happening. And then there's Camu Watson from Philadelphia. He's with a group called Critical Resistance. His organization has been calling for the end of the police force for a long time, and now he thinks it's going to happen. One thing we're all learning is that The idea of getting rid of the police has been around for quite a while. Apparently, this idea has been festering on the left, just waiting for the opportunity for a bunch of nuts to find an unsuspecting city run by some progressive lunatics to try it out on. Tessa Stewart wrote an article for Rolling Stone, and she says, the left isn't asking for a complete defunding of the police. They're just asking that a lot of money be reallocated to hiring social workers and building low-income housing and for medical access. I think she's right on the money about that medical access thing because if you get rid of the police, a lot more residents are going to need medical attention. So you'll need more money for that. And you can always count on The Atlantic to feature the dumbest articles when it comes to almost anything. I know I hear they're going out of business, but... I really hope they don't, because whenever you want a good laugh, there's always the Atlantic. It used to be the onion, but now it's definitely the Atlantic. The latest is from Annie Lowry. She's a staff writer, and she compares America to Europe once again. Don't liberals ever get tired of doing that? I thought people on the left had learned their lesson and stopped trying to make us believe that Europe was so enlightened and superior and was anything but the failed state that it is. Annie says they spend a lot more money on social programs in Europe, so that makes them better than us. And they don't spend as much on their military budgets either. Earth to Annie, Europe will be spending a lot more money on defense pretty soon because we aren't going to protect them anymore. They're going to have to protect themselves, and that's going to cost them a lot of money. Oh, and Annie, in case you don't know it, the demographics of Sweden aren't like ours, not even close. Or didn't you know that? And if Sweden is such a great place, why do so many of their citizens commit suicide? If you took any of the wonderful leaders from Sweden and put them in charge of any average American city, they wouldn't last more than a month before they found the nearest bridge and did a swan dive. How does the Atlantic do it? And the worst part of it is that a lot of their readers... Don't know it's now a comedy site. They actually believe the idiotic things their writers produce. But I guess nothing the left suggests should surprise me anymore. They just keep getting crazier by the minute. It's like they've been saving up all of their dumb ideas and now they're just throwing them all out there, hoping that people will completely lose their senses and agree with them. I suppose it's the Trump effect, but I have to admit. This is one of their best. It just doesn't get any dumber than wanting to eliminate the police and then expect crime to go away because you replace them with social workers and a citizen militia. I hope they don't find any places where elected leaders will actually vote to eliminate the police because it'll put people at risk and innocent people will be killed. Even liberals can't be this dumb. It would be a terrible thing to do to people expect government to be somewhat rational. But if there is a city that adopts this terrible idea, I want to go there and watch. I want to be there on the first day this transformative new model for public safety goes into effect as all of the local leaders are patting themselves on the back and all of the new social workers are hitting the streets to counsel people about their behavior. I'm going to bring a folding chair and a cooler filled with bottled water and beer and a bulletproof vest, and I'm just going to sit and watch, sit and watch. A lot of liberals will be hoping that I get bored watching because they believe that things are going to be so peaceful. This new transformative model for public safety will bring out the best in people, and it will revolutionize the way we keep people safe. On the other hand, it's just possible that these liberals will be wrong and I won't be bored because I'll be too busy running for cover and dodging bullets. But if I can find a safe place somewhere, it might be interesting to watch it all unfold. A new transformative model for public safety. Yeah, for sure. But the question you need to ask is, will it actually be safe for anybody? The answer to that is absolutely not.